chaotic energy. Today we have me, Danielle, Mallory, and Kelly. We may be joined by a couple other people. They have not been responding to my texts, so who knows. But so let's talk about rude people. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but very exciting news. Our founder will be joining us once again. She is back. Um, she wasn't able to join us today. Got a lot going on. So um, hearts out to her for that one, but she will be coming back. Um, so yeah, very excited about that. Um, but for today, uh, until we get everybody, uh, did you guys get the text messages and the topic and everything? Yeah. Okay. So. I don't know if I know what it is. Okay. <laughs> we got one What's yes, topic? one maybe. Okay. <laughs> Million dollar ideas, as well as like snacks and fair foods and what are oh, your thoughts? I didn't hear but that part. Snacks and didn't? fair foods? Okay, well, I threw I threw out originally just like million dollar ideas, so whatever. I mean, you I like snacks. But then I got, <laughs> I got where are your snacks? Are you always eating here, Kelly? Oh. Why would you remind her of that? <laughs> no. Oops. Okay, water. Snack. Here we go with the clanking and the. Oh, okay. This is a problem. <laughs> Sorry. And I already ate those, so I'm not going to eat during the podcast. But just wanted you to know that okay. they were here. Yeah, you are equipped. The crunching <laughs> drives me nuts. Um. But what do you guys think? Million dollar ideas. If you could put anything out there in the world and uh, shark tank it, what do you got? I had so many. No, I'm on the spot. You don't think. Okay, you know what really irritates me? And I have said this to a friend of mine. I said, you should invent this. And this might sound like the silliest thing, but now you'll think about this every time you go shopping. There needs to be some sort of break on a shopping cart. Yeah. Yeah. Because every time I go to put my stuff in the car... It, you know, the cart just starts wandering away, especially if you are a mom and you have a kid in there and it's starting to go into the parking lot. And it happens all the time and it's so annoying to me. So anyway, that's why I want. I want some sort of break, something to, to stop my shopping cart from rolling away from Could me. It also help with kid snatching as well. If mm-hmm. someone tries to grab a cart and not just the kid itself. Mm-hmm. Um, it people that. just like grab your cart and walk away with yeah. your kid. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Me too. Not silly. My friend would not do it though. He's like, would, um, he's someone that would be able to do that. I'm like, come on. Every, you're going to think about it now every time. Every yeah. time you're in the parking lot. Well, you'd think it'd be a very easy application. I know, right? The, the tables and chairs that you have in classes always have those little kickstoppers. Yeah. yeah. So why not? It yeah. doesn't even have to be like a whole break yeah. on the handle. It can just be like a little flick on the wheel. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like a one wheel thing too. Just, just do it. Let's do it, man. Let's it. do it. But. <laughs> You know, I can see this going the other way around, though, because people won't realize that a lock isn't on, and they're like, what is going on? And they just go rampages. Well, we can have a little, the brake can come with a little sticker to put on the handle. You think people read? (laughs) What? That's unheard of. I mean, I read my shopping cart, you know. That's, I'm telling you, I mean, people would yeah, people, absolutely that's what I'm thinking. riot. Or it will break, and then they'll have yeah. to fix it, and it'll probably, it'll probably just cause more problems, and it's worth for the, yeah. the store owner. Yeah. Um, so, Maddie did text. She was just like, what do you guys think about, like, snacks or, like, awesome fair foods that you could have? Um, we'll have to talk about it again when fair season comes up. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking to myself, I love chocolate-covered pretzels, mm-hmm. right? Love them. Like, my favorite snack. It's a problem, actually. But people love things on sticks, 
right? <laughs> so I was thinking to myself, have just like a full stick of chocolate-covered pretzels, mm. already chocolate-covered pretzels, and then you take the stick and you dunk it fully in more chocolate of your choice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Choice of chocolate-covered pretzels, choice of dunking the chocolate, and then you also have your choice of drizzled chocolate on top, of other toppings, sprinkles, caramel drizzle, whatever have you. I like that. That sounds yeah. delicious. People love things on sticks. They do. So put it on a stick. <laughs> I can put it in a bun. Okay. Yeah. I wish somebody would um, invent noise-proof packaging so that I can eat during the podcast without Danielle <laughs> yelling at me. Have you listened to it? Yeah, it's bad. It's Maybe bad. we need to get a little soundproof box, and you can stick your hands in that and undo yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Take it yeah. out. I like that. Mm. I've gotten better since the beginning. <laughs> I've tried to yell at you. Now <laughs> I actually bad. take it out of the package, and then we start the podcast. <laughs> there we go. I think you need to see, eat more wholesome foods that aren't in packages. <laughs> As I just eat quiet I foods. I had Chipotle yeah. today. <laughs> I got a PB&J. It's quiet. It's quiet. Yeah, it's quiet. Well, is it in a bag or a box? It's in a <laughs> container so it wouldn't get squished. Mm-hmm. That's also, um, did you see? I, st- I have a large mug. Oh, yeah. um, a large, uh, Metal what is tumbler. that, insulated thermos Trail. mug thing. Mm-hmm. This is the perfect lunchbox. I put down like a couple packages of like little fruit snacks, and then I put a muffin in it. And this is my muffin holder. And it, it's perfect. You just put it in the side of your bag. Oh, my gosh. That's a the great idea. There's your million-dollar idea. Sell it like that. Right? The muffin doesn't the muffin get squished. It's, it's a perfect size, and I love it. This is my snack lunchbox. So. That's a great idea. Snack box. Yeah, snack box. So, you know, guys, what about, you got anything, actually, that you were thinking about? That was an actual idea. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't no, stop I was, thinking like, about it. Pro- no, I just thought that was, like, an on-the-spot. I thought you maybe had something for before. I don't know. I love it. thinking about it all week. Good stuff. You're probably tired of me yelling at you, so. <laughs> I do. Uh, I have, uh, what's it called? Misophonia. Um, if I hear people chewing, it immediately clicks on in my brain as just rage. Oh, wow. I will go into full Hulk smash mode when I hear people chewing. It, oh, no, I can't do it. I have it. a friend that eats like, please, no, okay, we're going to stop that right now. <laughs> Just like that, but really, really loud, and she does it when I'm driving. Ooh. Like, we have to drive, like, two hours every Saturday together, yeah. each way, and she mm-hmm. does that. Ben's here. Ben's here. Um, but now that I say that, that also reminds me, that was not... An invitation. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, my darling boo-boo bears. How are y'all? <laughs> okay. Um, I had just mentioned the fact that I have misophonia. What is that? I get horribly angry. Just rage angry when I hear people chewing. It just, it's bad. But I want to clarify, before you say anything, I want to clarify that was not an invitation for people to start chewing near me because it's not actually funny. When I, it actually makes me very, very angry. Uh, I can't mm-hmm. help it. Mm-hmm. And my mom is notorious for it. She will come right over my shoulder and start chewing in my ear. And I, I get violent. It's, it's bad. It's to the point where it's really bad. So mm. please do not chew near me. It's not funny. Which leads me into my other point of um, when people talk about their pet peeves. My number one pet peeve 
is when you say a pet peeve and people immediately Do start doing that thing. <laughs> you are not funny. You are not cute. You are not creative. You are a nuisance. Don't be that person. A nuisance. I can't stand it. As Ben starts picking his beard. <laughs> but, uh... For me, if it's somebody's pet peeve is not like if it's like isn't like a serious problem with them. Six, five, seven times out of ten, I will do it. Like if somebody says that the pet peeve is staring. I <laughs> no, <laughs> so you will do that. Every single right time Ben walks up behind me, he just starts staring at me. <laughs> he does that to me too. Yeah. But. If it's if if but if it's of a serious problem, I um yeah, I'll just full stop. Something that actually bothers you. If yeah, if, it, if it's actually bothersome, I won't do it. No, the the misophonia thing. It's an actual. Yeah, I think it's I'll, classified as an actual disorder. Please don't. Don't act worry. So it's I'll, only I'll for chewing though. That's what the term is, or is it certain sounds, any uh, kind of sounds. I'm pretty sure it's specifically focused on chewing. Really, I have to look into huh. it more. But, um, I mean, there are certain sounds that I just don't like. Right. There's a particular word. I, the it's it's a food word. The food itself, I have no problem with. It's the word itself. You know, like how people don't like moist. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with moist. <laughs> you have to say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Um, and again, this is not an invitation to say it around me. Please don't say it around me. But h u m u s. Mm -hmm. The food, I have no problem with. It's the word itself. I cannot stand it. I don't know why. <laughs> just please don't say it around me. Nah, it's it's a misophonia kind of thing. Like mm. that just ugh. no, don't. But anyway. Moving on. <laughs> Not for you. One of my, <clears throat> one of the sounds I dislike the most is when you, you know how you have a dry erase marker and it's just that squeaking? Oh, I hate that sound. I can't, like, it makes me shudder every single time. I just can't. It just doesn't resonate with my ears. I can't. Fork on a plate. <clears throat> I can't, no, I literally, that makes, that sound makes me feel like I'm going to vomit. Yep. Or it was scraping of your teeth <clears throat> on a fork. Oh, okay. No, I can't. No. Oh, I got chills. No. I don't like it. No. Let's go back to foods. What foods do we like? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, back to regular topic. Do you have Did any million get... ideas? Million dollar ideas? A million dollar idea? <clears throat> hmm. Let's shark tank this shit, Ben. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Million dollar idea. Uh, let us college students get out of class early every single time because some professors just use their entire allotted time Not you. I love um, you. I do. I, I, I do use my phone. No, I love We love Not you. you. <laughs> we love you, but it's just certain certain professors aka history professors that think it's cool to use a hundred percent of the time to just chat away like like we're good note-takers like please let us yeah. let us process the information for a little bit. Let us go early. Like it doesn't. It won't kill you. It won't. Like, it won't kill you to let us go five minutes early. Our politics teacher did go <clears throat> to the very minute. Yeah. <clears throat> well, because he's always late, so he always has to go <laughs> to the last minute because he's always at least five minutes late. At least. At least. Usually like sometimes it's like fifteen or twenty. They actually say that it's like. There, there. You're right, Ben. That there is certain, there is study showing that that you can only process so much information, mm -hmm. and so like by the end, it's no use trying to cram in more information, um, especially if it goes off topic or if it's something else that they just need to teach because it doesn't actually sink in. I think you use part of the time for your allotted lesson, and then the rest of the time for questions, for open conversation, mm -hmm. to really help soak it in. 
and and have that open dialogue to get people more engaged with the material maybe mm -hmm. um, and use that for the rest of the class time because mm -hmm. I don't know about like every single time letting people out early because you do have like a structure to things that that's how it flows that's mm -hmm. how it works mm -hmm. but I think using time more wisely mm -hmm. I don't feel like you have to a lot of teachers like find something to talk about so that they can use their whole time. Mm -hmm. As I'm more of like a discussion-based person learning anyway. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be engaged in a conversation to really apply it to reality, to apply it to my own life, um, and get to know other people's stances on different things. So having that open discussion time is really beneficial for the way I learn at least, maybe different for others, but mm -hmm. good stuff. <clears throat> An actual $1 million idea, I have two. I don't know if the first one has already been invented or not, but it's like a like a, a powder you can put in your drink that can neutralize any silent drug. Like, say if you go out on a club and you leave your drink open. You can put the powder in and it neutralizes any uh, drug effects that were in there. Or B, another one, like a little thing, like a little maybe, little, little thing you can drink that if, if you was called, if your drink was drugged and you drank it and you're feeling the effects but you're not knocked out yet, you could drink the little thing and it can at least postpone or completely neutralize the effects of the drug so you can either go to but at the same time if there were to be an investigation and you would use it it would clear that it, like you have no proof so it's eh, like if you it's a very good idea as far as the safety but it can also easily be abused as well um, people doing drugs that they're not supposed oh, to yes, and using it to yes, get out of. Yeah, I don't know if it'll like toxicology. I don't think it because what's it called? Nar Narcan. Yeah, mm -hmm. Narcan. Um, to for people who overdose, mm -hmm. you do that and it, it neutralizes. I don't know exactly how it happens. Maybe it's just for like it like stuff. wakes them up after you overdose. <laughs> Something or other. Narcan, but um, I have Narcan. But so you're kind of talking like a like portable personal. Yes. Like, Maybe maybe deadlock it like so. Yeah, not everyone can purchase it, but like, yeah. it's it's an interesting concept. I think it would be a little hard to regulate. Yes. Um, but definitely an interesting concept. Maybe put it to like the more well known like uh, what's called uh, knockout drugs people use in uh, bars. Like date rape drugs. Yeah, stuff like that. Not and not the hardcore stuff like you know heroin and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm. I would like to. Um, I've never used it, but I know they have like the nail polish. That changes color. Oh yeah. Um, I want to know. I want to, you know, not ever be in a situation where that's tested, proven, or anything. But I would like to try it out and, and What's see. What's this? Um, somebody invented nail polish that if there's a date rape drug in your drink, that if you put your color. finger um, in it, the nail polish will change color Whoa. when it's so contact. Cool. Um, so you know if your your drink is safe or not. Um, again, I don't know if that detects everything, mm -hmm. um, but it obviously helps in some cases. Just and I want to know how. Drink. <laughs> I want to know how effective it is it. and how yeah. much has to come into yeah. contact before it actually changes color. It's really cool, though. Mm -hmm. Very cool stuff. Um, this instantly got a little deeper, but I've been thinking about this a lot recently, especially in consideration of what happened in Tennessee. Um, so. Whatever your viewpoints, whatever your stances on it or anything, um, everyone's obviously open to that. But my thought is that it's not so much, it is a gun problem, but at the heart of it, it's a mental illness problem. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we need to address the mental illness portion of these issues. And for me, I think that just a presence is needed because a lot of these people who are obviously doing these atrocious things aren't 
having the support. They don't have that support that they need, that um, emotional and loving um, presence in their life. So my thought is, my million dollar idea, is put the presence in the schools. Mm. And it helps either way because if you take, say, like nursing home um, residents, mm -hmm. you take elderly people that you're just hanging out, they got nothing else to do with their day, they don't maybe not have their own family to come visit them, bust them in mm -hmm. and have their presence be in the hallways mm -hmm. while the kids are switching classes. That's interesting. And so these, these elderly people, they can adopt these kids as their own. They have people to, to be with on a regular basis. And then these kids... That in return, adopt these grandparents. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's the love that they need that they don't mm -hmm. aren't getting at home. And just have that presence. Mm -hmm. And I know, I, I can't remember the school that it happened at, but a ton of fighting at this one school, dads came in and volunteered their time just to be present. Mm. The fighting just plummeted. And it's just because there's a presence that was there. So I'm thinking, why not address, I'm like, it's free. I mean, mm -hmm. almost free. You bust them in, you have them be around, you have them, you know, put them up in the teacher's lounge or something or in the cafeteria while their kids are in school or in class. Have, have grandparents in the classes with the kids. Mm -hmm. It'll make them feel like kids again. But mm -hmm. that's my thought. Just have a presence there. And maybe that would be the encouragement and the love that these kids need to help this mental illness problem that is so rampant in our country. I love that. I love that wholeheartedly. There should be a petition for that. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, I've been trying to figure out, I'm like, what do I, I, that's the problem. I don't know what to do. I don't know mm -hmm. how to get mm -hmm. it out there. So mm -hmm. I want to say here, maybe people can start spreading the word, take it up in their own schools. That's a great idea, though. That I love that. I just love the fact that, you're, like you said, there's these people that, you know, it's not like they can't get up and get around, but they don't have anyone to come and see we them. We used to, you have them go there. in my elementary school, we had a nursing home, like, right next to the school. Like, so we would walk over there all the time and do stuff like that. Because I know, I got in trouble one time. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, a teacher that I, I have no respect for this teacher. She's just a horrid teacher. Um, she did something just really, really stupid, and I was talking about it with a couple other students. I said inappropriate things. I, well, I, I cursed her out. Um, but somebody had recorded me and turned me in and turned the recording into her. And she called me in. She called me the, the other student that I was talking with in. And she was, she was talking to us. And she was like, you know, this was really hurtful. This was really inappropriate. And it was funny because, you know, both my parents are in my life. They're still married, whatever. But I immediately went over my parents. And I was like, my grandpa would be so disappointed in me right now. Mm -hmm. And that was my first thought. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, if, I'm, if I have that kind of thought, maybe other people, like, a grandparent's presence um, mm -hmm. could be the difference. And like I said, just a, a loving presence in the schools might just be a little bit of the difference. It could help with the bullying. It could help with um, the mental illness and the, I don't know. I just, we, we got to start somewhere. Obviously, the, it, what's, what is in implementi what's implemented right now is not working. Mm -hmm. Change it up. Mm -hmm. You got to figure something else out. So that's my thought. Yeah, it's very frustrating that the government doesn't. <laughs> see things as the people on the ground see things, you know, it's just, yeah. it, it will never, and it will never ever change until politics is not a profession, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it used to be, it was a responsibility, like jury duty, you go and you have to serve in mm -hmm. the government, and now it's, it's a lifetime thing, and then you're getting 
It used to be positions of honor right. to serve on your government. It's not. Now it is career politicians that are completely obsessed with money and nothing else. Power. It's, it's you know, our entire country is now run off of finances rather than humanity. Mm-hmm. And we have to get back to back. We have to get back to a place where we recognize humanity. Mm-hmm. And that means... I love that idea, Daniel. I really think we gotta figure something out with that. Mm. Well, That's we could be millionaires, and it would just be like a volunteer basis. You know, just go to nursing homes, go to retired grandparents. You know, and say, hey, you know, here's a day, sign up for it, and just hang out at the school. You know, you'll get lunch with the kids, or we'll have you a teacher lounge. We'll, you know, whatever it may be. You know, my friend just got a job. Just got a new job as a manager at a a facility. I think it's fifty five and older. I should. You know, put it Related to him and yeah. tell him this. Mm-hmm. You know, if uh, I was, I was honestly thinking to myself because I'm like, I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. I don't have, especially kids in school age or anything like that. I'm, I'm only 27 myself. Mm-hmm. So, at the same time, I'm thinking, I'm like, am, am I able to just go to like PCA meetings and be like, <laughs> here's an idea, take it away. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think there's a lot of open meetings. Yeah, with yeah. with um. Yeah, schools. Just like town meetings, hop mm-hmm. around and just be like, you don't know me, but here you go. <laughs> Have an idea. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, there needs to be something more because I do think, um, and you lived through this COVID time, I do think that there is a real difference of dis- being students being disconnected as well, being so alone, and then and now being like, okay, now you're going to go back to school full time. It's been very jarring, and I'm sure for a lot of students, and I'm, and I'm thinking... But that contact, that human human contact, human relationships, maybe would be a great place to build that back up too. Just because I feel like a lot of um, kids don't know how to interact anymore because of just being so separate from everybody. My friend is a pre-K teacher, and right after COVID, when the students came back, I was talking to her about it, and she said the kids do not know how to play. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to play. Right. Because, you know, some only children have been locked up in their houses mm-hmm. for the duration of COVID, and then they come back and they're like, people, what do I do with it? I'm like, <laughs> with high school, I graduated 2021, so everything shut down the end of my junior year, and we got to go back for my senior year, like, every other day. We didn't go a week without a, without at least three fights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fighting has gotten really bad, the, yeah, and just the racism yeah. and discrimination and just things that they feel like it's fine to say now to, the to people. The record for days without a fight at the end of my senior year was, like, five days. Mm. 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 And I think that's also the kind of the numbness mm-hmm. to how people actually react because you can say and do whatever you want on the Internet without repercussions, mm-hmm. physical repercussions, I mean. And then you get in person, you say these same things, and all of a sudden you have a fist in your face. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? And so there's before. kind of a there's a reorientation that has to go on when you're reintroduced to, to real life reality. I thought it was interesting because McKenna was saying that she wants to research that like do something work with this and, and with a COVID generation. And um, McKenna was telling me that. Because what's hap- what happened with little kids, so if they were in classrooms together, say if someone dropped something and someone went to pick it up, the teacher has to no, like you have to stay six feet away. Mm-hmm. So they kids aren't even learning how to, like that basic instinct mm-hmm. to help each other out was mm-hmm. taken away because they couldn't get near each other. I was like, oh my gosh, that is really going so to cause some damage on these kids, you know? Mm-hmm. So really interesting. 
Did you see the video? There was four kids, um, I don't know, probably two or three or something, and they all run up, and they're just hugging each other, just back and forth, and they just, it was just a rotation of hugging going on, and I'm like, this is the most precious thing in the world, but for so long, they weren't able to do that. Yeah. And so, so now there's just, like, this instant divide between them, and they're like, I don't know what's happening, but everyone's divided for some reason or another, mm-hmm. and then it just escalates into all these different other issues that are being bombarded on kids, I feel, like, especially through social media. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a physical distance, and then you have all these divisive elements of society going on that mm-hmm. just compile on one one on another. It's a lot. Craziness. Craziness. I know. I was saying um, the other day to my youngest, we were like driving to the store yesterday, and I said, you know, it's really bizarre to be in a store now, like when you walk in or to go to pick up a pizza or something, and you still see those stickers on the floor six feet apart, and <laughs> yeah. you feel like, it's like you know this happened, and you know it, we were in it, and it just seems still like a million years ago almost, and just yesterday at the same time, it's so bizarre. People still have the signs on like, the doors of like stores and stuff that say masks required and I'm like I don't think that's true mm-hmm. and you walk or in no one's wearing a mask and just forgot to take them strongly down. encouraged but not yeah. required interesting I'm um as an adult I'm a total fan of distance that was pre-covid <laughs> after covid everything I'll never get over I was in line at the cafe at the Barnes and Noble uh Starbucks and I was at the counter, I was putting my money away, and I took half a step back away from the counter, ran into the person behind me. Mm. I'm like, lady, everyone knows you're next. I'm getting out of the way. Move! <laughs> All right, she was on top of me. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I almost rammed my elbow into her, just oh be like, gosh. back off. Wow. So yeah, I'm a fan of distance. <laughs> lots and lots of distance. Don't like the close talkers, huh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friend's parents is a close talker. It's like, you know what I also can't stand? Again, I think this is leaning into misophonia. You can tell when someone is dehydrated because their mouth will click mm-hmm. when they're speaking. I can't. Mm-hmm. That happen? That happens. You like they're the way they form their words have like extra little clicks behind it because their mouth is sticking because it's dry. Uh. I had an entire math lecture like online. There was a video that we had to watch and the person narrating it, it was happening and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. Oh my gosh. I'm a freak. So if you're friends with Danielle, don't get dehydrated. I'm a freak. My brother went on a drunk rant one time. He was very dehydrated and I was stuck in a car with him as he's ranting to me. And I'm like, please stop talking. Don't like it. I'm a freak, but that's I'm over here drinking my water so that my mouth doesn't start clicking. (laughs) I almost reached for mine and it's empty, so. New fear unlocked. I I grabbed my phone, but I was like, I wanted water. (laughs) I grabbed my phone instead. I was just sitting there. Oh. So any other million dollar ideas? I don't really have any ideas. Mm. They come to me in the spot, and then as soon as that moment is over, then I forget about it. Yeah. Well, that could have been copyrighted. It was brilliant, but now it's gone. Mm. Food on a stick. <laughs> you missed it. I did. I talked about chocolate covered pretzels on a stick, dipped in more chocolate, <laughs> with more chocolate. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, what's that one dude name on iCarly? Evil? Oh, what um, um, oh! Dude, Todd. he puts... Yeah. Uh, Todd, T? Todd, Toby? No, it's the one that... 
He wears no, the Jamaican no, guy. Yup, he wears the a bike. He puts oh, everything. Oh yes, that's spa- right. Spaghetti taco on a stick. T. I forget what his name is, but with T J. Something. What's the place that they're at? That's called. What's the restaurant? Something smoothie. Something juice. The juice. The juice. I might be mixing up my Nickelodeon show. No, you've got the guy with the stuff on a stick? Yeah. That's for my car. Everything always on a stick. Yeah, that's right. He somehow put spaghetti tacos on a stick. (laughs) That always amaze me. I want to try spaghetti tacos. Me too. Let's do it. I want to try that too. Mm. (laughs) I love that. What are those called? (laughs) Mukbangs? I don't understand. Where it's just mukbang is just a a ton of food in front of you while you just have like a little mic next to you and you just smack your lips. (laughs) <laughs> Groovy smoothie. Groovy smoothie. Nice. Tebow from Groovy Smoothie. That would have bothered me all day if I didn't figure that out. So that's not bothering me. When I can't think of something that irritates me so much or someone reminds me of somebody or someone sounds like somebody, I have to figure out. When me and Kendra were on our road trip, we were coming back from Virginia and we were talking about music and I told her about a time that in one of my college classes we had to pick a song and do an analysis on it. And it was uh, Jukebox Hero by Foreigner, and then I also did a double whammy. I did um, Laugh I Nearly Died by the Rolling Stones, but I could not remember the name of that song for the life of me. And we were talking about it, I was like, oh my god, I can't remember because I'm crazy. So for the next like hour and a half, I just scrolled through my music, and I got a ton of music. And so it took me forever. And then like an hour and a half later, I was like, Laugh I Nearly Died. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, the song. She's like, you've been doing that the whole time? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it drove me nuts. Oh my god! It does that little mm-hmm. just incessant like drives you. I'm still I'm still working on one that has been a couple <laughs> weeks because there's this I was watching Hunters um, on uh, Prime, and uh, in the second season there's just this character that's in there one episode, and I know I've seen her somewhere before, and I look her up I'm like no I didn't, so she must be reminding me of somebody else. So now I keep getting glimpses of this. Who's this character? Movie. It's this elderly woman who is like. Um, trying to protect uh, um, Nazis. Oh, not Nazis. Sorry, not Nazis. <laughs> trying to protect the Jewish people from the Nazis. And so it was just one episode <laughs> in season two. And I've, I've looked her up, and I... So I don't think it's her that I'm thinking of, but it's somebody else. And I'm picturing this elderly woman with these really big brown eyes, and I'm picturing what she looks like, and I'm like, where have I seen her? I can't think of it. I will remember it someday. She's only one episode? Yeah, it's the one when they're on this house. It's this gorgeous house, and the guy's an architect, and they how figured out how to hide, hide people in the walls. Yeah, it's who really good. Hunters, I like the first season better than the second season. Though. Who was I just talking to? Was it you? That I said, I always mix up Al Pacino. That's me. And, yeah, and uh, Al Capone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me during politics the other day. Always mix it up. <laughs> Oh my god. I thought you were going to say it with another actor. No. (laughs) It's just the owls. Get the owls mixed up. Uh, Oh my god. Has anybody seen Jack Ryan? I've only seen the first season. I have been continued it. I know, and I want to get back to that. Because it was it, third or fourth season now? I've only watched two, but if they've got more, I need to oh, watch I think it. That's a third show. I think there's a third one coming up, but I've only watched the first one, and then I'm like, I haven't gone back to John Krasinski. <laughs> God bless him. Oh, I love that man. So 
spoon with those chocolate chi chocolate dipped pretzels is making me think of I have a new obsession for chocolate dipped Oreos, mint Oreos. I don't know. Oh, they're so good. And it was so nice because I was um I why well, I took my um youngest to a or, or my oldest um to a chocolate shop and they had those. So I was like, I had some, I'm like, oh my gosh, these are so good. Then I went to this conference and they had these little vendors out there and one person was selling homemade chocolate. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, I knew I had just gotten cash out because I had just got my hair cut or something. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get, you got, you got the mint chocolate covered oils. So I'm grabbing this stuff and I look, no cash in, on, in, on no. me. I must have, when I left, uh, get my hair cut, I must have put it in that uh, coat pocket that day and I didn't have women like oh my gosh and this nice woman she's like I'll get it for you I'm like no 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 you don't have to and she's like no I will I will you know you're doing this. I'm like okay so she bought it for me it's so nice so, hey. mm. so then I had a lot more chocolate <laughs> mint Oreos they're so good though they're so good, so good. Oh my gosh. that was always the problem when our school was doing fundraisers they would do ch chocolate covered pretzels chocolate covered Oreos from, and nobody ever had cash from Saris mm. Mm. Um, we also took a field trip to the Saris um, factory or it's a specific chocolate brand okay delicious love it the whole shop was really cool it's in pennsylvania did okay. it burn down it might have burned down part of it burned down i don't know <laughs> um but i love that chocolate but, but the problem is we're doing fundraisers you're supposed to sell them not buy them and eat them all yourself <laughs> i'm like that I mean, was my problem selling them just um, to yourself well well, our family loves Wall's chocolate, and Buffalo is amazing. They have orange-flavored chocolate. It is so good. And have you ever had a sponge candy so good? A chocolate orange? orange? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. my mom loves yeah. those. Yeah, they have so really good, good so like homemade stuff. I was really sad when Gertrude Hawk on the Boulevard closed down. That was inconvenient. Now the only one around here is actually in the mall, and I'm like, I don't want to go all the way out there. I don't want to get stabbed. <laughs> it's not that bad. The ball's not that bad. Oh, come it's, on. It's only every... Um, there are 14-year-old shooting trash cans. Like... It's only every other month. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't need chocolate that bad. Mm, Honestly, okay. though, Trader Joe's, their chocolate-covered pretzels, okay. that's... I. It's a problem. It's a problem. You'd think it'd be better because the where it is is behind one of, like, the freezer boxes... And so you have to like reach clear across the freezer box onto the shelf that's behind it. And usually I can't reach it because of my short little T-Rex arms. Uh, so you'd think that'd be like the universe telling me you don't need them. You can't reach them, which means you don't buy them. Like, no, I'll climb over this freezer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Donkey Junkie? Yeah. Okay. I've never seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts logo. My stepmom bought it for me. Are you a Dunkin' Donuts junkie? Huh? Are you a Dunkin' Donuts junkie? I love Dunkin' Donuts. I was in there this morning. For those who couldn't hear tea. that, she whispered, I love Dunkin'. <laughs> um, I was in there this morning getting my tea before class, and this lady walks up and she goes, where did you get your sweatshirt? <laughs> And, like, this lady, she sounded like she smoked, like, eight packs a day. Like, she, and then I walk outside and she was smoking, so I was right. But she goes, where did you get it? I said, I think it's from Amazon. My stepmom got it for me. And she's like, I'm right there with you, girl. <laughs> and then I, uh, I trot outside. I start walking to my car. And she goes, you have a cow car? I just want to be you. Oh, <laughs> and then I drove away and I came to class just naturally. Just 
What's you might have to check car? under your bed sometime because huh? I don't know. You haven't seen my car? No, what's a cow car? It's a car that she put patches on to oh. make it look like it has cow spots. It's so oh. unique. It's like the first thing I see in the parking lot. Everybody always knows where I am. She's got her cow lanyard. She had a cow backpack, oh, but it's since they they used replaced. Cow wallet. <laughs> yeah. You have Ghirardelli squares. What are these? Oh, they're white chocolate. What is wrong with them? I love white chocolate. Jimmy bought them for me. White chocolate. I love it. I love it. Especially Kit Kats. Yes. Ooh. What? Uh-uh. I like the raspberry Kit Kats. Nah, facts. Those, those go crazy, too. Raspberry? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know this. Mm -hmm. It's good. Got for Valentine's Day. Ooh, mm -hmm. Those are amazing. Did you get the oh. raspberry and dark chocolate mix? Oh, and the seats are cow. <laughs> and the floor mats. <laughs> oh, my God. Does the horn move? I wish. I still can't figure that out. But the cow car might be going away. Oh no. Uh, I might be going back to my old car. Moo. Also, Danielle always makes fun of me for being the time lady. What? But it's 127 and oh, class yeah. starts at 130. Oh, all right. Hey. I got paired with Charlie. She's going to be late. mad at me because I have no idea what's happening. I don't know what our project is or anything. Oh. I don't have any research done for it, so... I just, I wasn't here on Tuesday. I was in the process of curling up and wanting to die, so that was fun. But anyway. Well, I'm not technically in a group with anyone, but I'm working with Scarlett and Trish until, like, just on the research and stuff. But I'm not going to be here for presentations, so I'm just doing Danielle's favorite thing ever. Ditching. Yeah. I, no, I get to do a Go React. Um. <laughs> Which That's I why you want to use the lab. <laughs> Huh? Is that no. what you wanted to do, Salam? I just wanted to, you know, come in All right. Work. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Cue the exit music. <laughs>